Complaining is easy, but but finding solutions can be much more difficult. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of Truth to Ponder. Real quick, those that listen on shortwave seldom know that there's a title to each program. Because the program goes out as a podcast, I need to provide a title and, and a little description. Well, yesterday's program, and somebody noticed it and let me know, it was called the Putin Pinata. And really, yesterday's program took advantage of the way Democrats are really thankful for Putin right now. I don't care what anybody says. They can scream and, and talk about, which I agree with, what Putin has done going into Ukraine is, is wrong. But man, they can use it to cover up all of their, shall we say, mess-ups, their incompetence. They can blame Putin or the pandemic. It's never their fault. And that's one of the great things, I guess, about being in politics. You can always find a, a pinata to, to take a whack at to cover up for what you failed to do. Now, I started the program with the question, or the comment, really. You know, complaining is easy. Finding solutions is a lot more difficult. And as we come into these turbulent times, and they are going to be more turbulent than the pandemic, trust me, they're coming. And today, as on every Wednesday of late, I've, I've asked Jim Calhoun to step in. And even though I don't have to be away this week, he, he really wanted to share some thoughts, and I agreed with him 100%. See, it's easy to complain, but it's a lot more difficult to to find solutions, to be prepared, to be ready. And today, what, what Jim Calhoun asked if he could do was to come on the program and, and share some practical ideas, practical things, and, and put it in perspective. We can't trust that everything's going to be the same. Grocery prices are going to skyrocket. Gas is going up. Inflation is out of control. And it could get worse as the year progresses. So here's Jim Calhoun to share some practical Thanks, thoughts Bob. and ideas. It's always ideas. great to be back on Truth to Ponder. And the world events are just going absolutely nuts, as you all know. And gas prices seem to be spiraled out of control just massively. And I do believe that that's going to get worse. I really do believe that. So the first part of this show, I'm going to talk about the gasoline price and how we can overcome it. Now, on my show, the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show, I've mentioned several times an item called a gasifier. G-A-S-I-F-I-E-R. And a gasifier simply takes organic material, and in this case, wood chips, and it extracts the gas from the wood and turns it into more or less a clean natural gas that you can run your vehicles just fine with this product. In World War II, both Germany and Japan relied heavily on wood gas. And there are plans out there to tell you just how to build your own gasifier. Now, the reason that I'm telling you this is I truly feel that we're in a new age. I don't think we're in any temporary type of a situation here. The globalists, 
the Satanists and the global warming, or let's say climate change, or whatever they want to call it this week, those people, those hoaxers, are firmly in control. And what they want to do is destroy the oil and gas industry. And I don't think they're going to stop destroying these industries until they are stopped. But if they're not stopped, you're never going to have affordable fuel ever again. Now remember Agenda 2030. You will own nothing and be happy. Now, do you suppose if you have a car sitting in your driveway you can't drive? And it's just sitting there deteriorating day after day? Probably would be more likely to sell it. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make all of our transportation obsolete because we won't be able to afford to drive it. And also, that's just another way to control us. Because right now, we can travel all over the planet, at least to areas that don't have restrictions. And there's not very many of those left. And right now, we can travel freely within our own communities, within our own states, and all across the United States. But if you can't afford to even go buy groceries, you're not going to drive your car anywhere. And this is all a part of their plan. But one thing that they're not counting on is the ingenuity of the human race. Where there's a will, there's a way. And in World War II, we shut off all of the gasoline and oil supplies to both Japan and Germany. They had to make do with what they had. And after their supplies got bombed or used up, they had to turn to creating their own gas as they drove. Now, a gasifier is very safe when built correctly. And so, what I'm going to tell you about is an apparatus that you can attach to your car, or better yet, put it in the back of your pickup. You fuel it with anything organic, most generally wood chips, sometimes charcoal. And after you light your burner, it takes about 10 minutes before you have this beautiful blue flame of natural gas. Now you have to modify your vehicle and turn your vehicle into what is called a flex fuel vehicle. And it's not easy to do, but what I'm trying to get across to everybody, that it is doable. And so if you have a mechanic in your family, or better yet, a welder in your family, here's a business opportunity for you to make some money while at the same time helping people by saving them from having to pay this extraordinary high price for fuel. Now the gasifier is a pretty simple unit. You have a burner that actually heats the wood, and right before the wood catches on fire, it releases a gas. And that's what you're trying to capture. You're not capturing the smoke. You're not capturing the flame. You're capturing the gas that's created right before the wood combusts. And it goes from there into a unit called a heat exchanger. And then after that, you have to cool the gas down with coolant pipes. After it cools down, you have to scrub the gas to get any impurities out because you don't want to put impure gas inside your motor. And so you have a filter. And those are your three main components to make the gas. 
and then you're going to have to hook it into your existing system, whether it be carbureted or fuel injected. And yes, it is very possible. Many people have done this. It's just a very well-kept secret. But in Germany and Japan, it definitely was not a secret. It seems like after the war, there was a big effort to go ahead and put all this information that you could indeed create your own fuel. They kind of hid that. They buried it. And so I'm going to bring it to light right now. There's a website I want you to visit. It's called driveonwood.com. Driveonwood.com. And it's a nice forum with very good people in this community that all these people are already driving with wood. And so the gas prices are not affecting these people at all. And they're very nice people and they're very helpful. And so if you have any mechanical ability or know someone who does, you should go to driveonwood.com and then also go on the internet and search out videos of gasifiers. G-A-S-I-F-I-E-R-S. Now there are several videos out there that show some very crude gasifiers that do produce gas, but they do not clean the gas. You don't want to build one of those. You want to build what's called a Keith, K-E-I-T-H, a Keith gasifier. And you can buy the plans in a book. And the book only costs $50. And if you look at what $50 will buy you in gasoline today, which in some places is about 11 or 12 gallons, I think that it's a good $50 to spend. Now, I want to tell you that I have no connections at all with driveonwood.com or the Keith Gasifier people. It's just something I highly recommend. Go on Drive On Wood and search out the Keith Gasifier and buy the book that tells you how to build a Keith Gasifier. Wayne Keith is the man who took the gasifiers of old and updated them. And he's ran his vehicles on his farm on wood gas for years. And he's got it down perfectly. And so his are the best plans out there, for sure. But check out the videos and see how a gasifier works. And then get the plans for a Keith gasifier. And if you can, build your own. It's going to be a project that's going to take a while. Even if you're a very experienced welder with all the plasma cutters and welders and grinders and everything you need, this is going to take you at least 30 days to build if you have all the supplies and all the tools. And if you don't have the supplies and the tools, it might take a year to build or six months. But as I started out the show, I don't think we're in a small little bump in the road. I think we've entered a new era. An era of want, an era of need. Because remember, by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. But right now, each of us has to decide which hill we're going to die on. 
And the hill that I'm going to die on is the hill to protect everyone's right to be as mobile as they can and to protect all of our small communities and our large communities. I think it's time to circle the wagons, protect protect ourselves, protect our families, and protect our communities. And if you can get a group of people that can build gasifiers in a community, and I'm talking about food production here, folks. If we can get gasifiers on some of the older gasoline-powered tractors or propane-powered tractors, if we can get a whole bunch of gasifiers in the field as soon as possible, then we're going to be able to feed a lot more people. Because let me tell you, I just saw that diesel here in Nebraska is as high as $5 a gallon for diesel. And we're coming up on the spring planting season. Now, if you've been following events at all, you know that the price of fertilizer has gone through the roof. And so there's going to be very little profit as it is for the farmers to go out and plant their fields because they had to spend so much money on fertilizer. Well, now they're getting hit again with the fuel prices. You add that to the repairs, the tires and maintenance and so forth, the regular wear and tear of farming. You add that cost on top of the fertilizer cost, on top of the fuel cost, and add in labor. Our farmers are in big trouble. Now, you might be paying $10 for a loaf of bread real soon, but I guarantee you this, the farmer's not going to see very much of that $10 because it's all going to go into transportation. And we have to understand right now, the United States as we knew it does not exist. We are now an oligarchy. And I have, I think, a very good example of how this oligarchy is working. We have the trouble in Ukraine, between Ukraine and Russia. And we have some governments putting sanctions on Russia. Now, that's what governments normally do when they disagree. They boycott, they sanction, they do things like that. But very rarely do you see corporations and companies place sanctions as well. And right now, the oligarchs are coming out of the closet. So anybody who suspends service to Russia is part of the oligarchy. They're trying to punish the Russian people. They're trying to punish the Russian president. It's not the business of corporations to punish people or governments. The business of corporations is to conduct business, period. But these people are busy conducting foreign policy. And that is probably the purest example of an oligarchy as I can give you. An oligarchy is a combination of government and corporate, intermingled. Now, we saw that with the, with the so-called vaccines for the COVID-19 virus that was created with the help of Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci and all these other criminals. And a side note here, we have all of these biolabs that are verified. They found those in the Ukraine. And we all know what comes out of biolabs by now, don't we? Why would you have a large number of biolabs in a country anyway? Why would you have even one? 
And what are they for? And what are they hiding? I'm telling you right now, you might say that I'm on the side of Russia, and I'm not. I'm on the side of truth. But I'm going to tell you this. The truth is, is that NATO and the United States have done some very, very evil things. And one of the evil things that we have done, not as a people, but as a government, but as a deep state government, an unelected, unaccountable government that's taken over Washington, D.C. They funded the Wuhan lab in China. These same people are funding the illegal labs in Ukraine. Why do I call them illegal? Because they kept them secret. Years ago, President Kennedy warned us about secret societies and secret groups. And a few years earlier than that, President Eisenhower warned us about the military-industrial complex. Right now, we have both of those. The secret groups and the military-industrial complex have joined forces with the corrupt, deep-state, non-accountable, non-elected governments and the corrupt oligarch corporations. They formed one great big entity, and this entity has nothing but harm in mind for you and for me. Remember, we will own nothing by 2030 and be happy. It's time to look at their writings. It's time to look at the videos and everything that's put out by the World Economic Forum and the WHO and the CDC and all these people. It's time to do your own research and read what they say. Read their plans. See what's coming down the pike. It's not good. So we have to circle the wagons. It's now time to put our foot down firmly and say, no, stop. No more. Not in my neck of the woods. Not in my neighborhood. You're not going to ruin life as we know it. And that is their goal. Another way to stay strong is to get in shape, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. If you're overweight or lethargic or a couch potato, now is the time to change that lifestyle. As a matter of fact, I do believe your life depends on it. And so start exercising. Don't expect to have this be instantaneous. It's going to take a while. So don't push too hard, but start. Even if it's walking around the block one time for a week. And then next week, increase that to two times around the block. Everything that this bunch that wants to destroy us is doing is trying to destroy our health. If you haven't seen that by the death jabs that they're forcing on everybody, and as a side note, I've seen some data that shows that 97% right now in some locations, 97% of 
of the so-called COVID deaths are from people who are vaccinated. Only 3% of the deaths are from unvaccinated people. That should speak volumes to you. Just that fact alone. So get your physical body in shape. Mentally, get your head around this. There are people that wish you harm. And there's nobody on a white horse coming to save you. The only thing that can save you right now is the return of Jesus Christ. I mean this. Now you might think I'm being extreme. But I'm going to tell you this. This is what God has put on my heart. And so I'm sharing it with you. There's no entity of man on earth, government or otherwise, that's going to come in and save you. And so don't sit there and wait for the government check in your mailbox. And don't sit there and wait for someone to form a food line that's going to feed you. Because I'm going to tell you what I really feel. I feel things are going to get so bad that you might stand in line for hours for a loaf of bread. And after you get the loaf of bread in your hands, you'll walk about 10 feet and someone's going to hit you over the head and take that loaf of bread from you and leave you lying on the pavement, bleeding and hungry. Because we're not in the 1930s, folks. People are not civil. Just look at how the looting and ransacking of stores has happened. That's been organized. Can you see a flash mob showing up at a soup kitchen? I sure can. Can you see a flash mob going to a food distribution center and taking all of the food? I sure can. We talk about the drug gangs. Well, some of these drug gangs are going to also be food gangs. And they're going to come in and they're going to take all the food. And then if you want food, you're going to have to go to them. That's how the criminal mind works, folks. And so the last place you want to be is in a food line. That is the very last place you want to be. And so don't sit back and think that you're going to be taken care of. So get your head around this. You have to get the mindset that you're going to have some very tough decisions to make. Extremely tough. Now, spiritually, get right with God. Get down on your knees and repent. And if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, now is the time to sincerely and completely accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and bring him into your heart. And trust in God's plan, because never forget, no matter what man does, God is always in control. And the Bible does say that Satan would be unleashed to go among us to see who he might devour. And he's got great wrath because he only has a little bit of time. And I think we're right there. We may not be in the Great Tribulation, but I think we're at its doorstep if we're not. And I think it's very clear by what's happening worldwide that Satan is in control of this world.
because Satan is the god of this world. So it's time to focus on God's kingdom and do God's will. That's where you want to be. And you have to prepare mentally as well. And how to prepare mentally is get yourself a library of real books that you can hold in your hand. Books concerning things that will help you in your day-to-day life and survive. Books that are going to help you when the electricity goes out. Books that will help you learn how to can, how to grow food, how to do everything you're going to need to do. Study and research. And while we still have the internet, while we still have electricity, download as much information as you can on your computer and then print it out. Make your own notes and study. Make yourself buckle down and do this because those who don't are going to be in very bad trouble in my opinion. Now you might think that this episode of Truth to Ponder is just nothing but gloom and doom. Well, I've got to admit, there's a lot of gloom and doom that I've said. I will admit that. But I also know that everything happens according to God's plan. And I do know that a remnant is going to survive this. That's why you should get right with God. Become part of God's remnant. That's the best hope of surviving this whole mess that the world is in. Now, what do I see happening? Now, I could be wrong. And I really hope that I am wrong. But I see that we're going to lose the Internet. I see that we're going to lose our electricity. I see that we're going to lose our ability to feed the world. I think our food supply is going to dry up. All you have to do is research what the news media is not telling you. The news media is not telling you a whole lot of things that you need to know. And on the other side of the break, I'm going to fill you in on things that you need to know. That way, you can make plans to protect yourself, your family, and your community. And I'll be right back right after this. Thank you so much, Jim. You're such a blessing to have in in helping me out during this time that we are in Florida. We truly live in a very difficult and dangerous world. And, And Jim is right. We can't trust that things will always work out the way they have the last 10, 20, 30, 50, whatever years or more. We live in a something that we've never seen before. So don't expect it to all, you know, the ship to right itself. It's not going to happen. And that's why we do this radio program. And that's why I'm trying to increase the outreach on shortwave because, listen, at some point, A lot of the podcast platforms are going to figure this program out and pull the plug. That's why we're building other platforms and maintaining our presence on shortwave radio. It would also help if you do listen to shortwave to let me know what station you're listening. Is it KVOH? Is it WRMI? And if so, what time do you hear the program? And if you know, what frequency? We've just added an airing an airing now on 9455 at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, 9455. If you believe in what we're doing on shortwave, would you help us pay the airtime bill? And our mailing address, make the check payable to 
Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. We are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Zip code 32536. That is 32536. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Dark Witness coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. Your Jewish connection bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. For 2,000 years, there's been a great stain on the world. For 2,000 years, the Jewish people have been hated, persecuted, plundered, oppressed, vilified, denigrated, wounded, killed, massacred. It's the stain of anti-Semitism. The greatest evil the world has ever known, that of Adolf Hitler and the Third Reich, the Nazis, was devoted largely to the destruction of the Jewish people. Now, some people would think, well, all this hatred and suffering, that, that goes against the word of God. No, it doesn't. First of all, the Bible foretold it. Secondly, it does just the opposite. If you look at the story, objectively, you have to say there's something going on here, something supernatural here, something unique about the Jewish people. Why else would there be such a unique war waged against them? And it's timeless. It it's goes beyond time. It goes beyond space. It's universal. So there must be something very big going on going on here. So special that all the forces of hell are arrayed against the Jewish people. So special that the most satanic example of human beings, Hitler and the Nazis, were obsessed with destroying Israel. If the darkness is so great against the Jewish people, then they must be in some way greatly linked to the light. The light must be for them. The fact, the striking thing is they have not perished. They've survived as no other people, as the Bible said. See, darkness doesn't disprove the light. It proves it. There'd be no great war unless there's another side to fight against it. So in your life, all that things, that evil you dealt with, the sin and all, all this, all the stuff and the problem, every adversity, every attack, every setback should not discourage you, my friend. Be encouraged because it's only a witness. If you're following God, it's a witness that God is real. He loves you and you are called to overcome and fight the good fight. Want more? Ask for the beast of a thousand faces. Now, what if I offered you a million dollars? Well, something better than a million dollars. Something to help you give you a strong, victorious life. A free subscription of sapphires, vitamins for your spirit, and the incredible mystery of the temple doors, all free. You'll love it. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the harvest is great. Labors are few. I invite you to join me in the harvest. You don't need a plow, just an open heart and a pen. You can reach the unreached people of the world. The farthest way you'll ever reach the lost is through shortwave radio. You can blanket the planet. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You can be part. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. You can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, fight the good fight, my friend. Overcome. Shalom. Peace be to you and Messiah. Ben Elohim, the son of the living God. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Beerman. And welcome to part two of this edition of Truth to Ponder. And Bob Beerman will be back hosting Truth to Ponder again tomorrow with another great episode. I really do appreciate you sticking around. 
And I want to tell you right now, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to inform you. But when I feel something really strong from God that he's put on my heart, I feel like I have to tell you. Now, I'm going to tell you some of the things that the news media is not telling you. Number one, yes, the United States funded and built biolabs in Ukraine. That has absolutely been confirmed. And that's a big problem because the world sees this. Now, our media is not telling the American people. And a lot of the American people don't care. But I'm going to tell you, I study the world's media. And I listen to what the world is saying. And right now, the world is all pointing in unison at the United States. And they're saying guilty. We have lost the trust of the world. Our government has lost all trust. And as illegitimate Joe is standing up there beating his chest thinking he's Tarzan and he's going to be tough on Russia, I'm going to have you know this. Our government has shot our country in the foot extremely bad. Matter of fact, it might have shot it in the head. It might have been a kill shot. Time will tell which one it was. But all of these woke corporations that pulled out of Russia, do you think that they're ever going to be welcomed back to Russia? And what about new markets, other countries that may be considering letting these businesses come into their country? Well, guess what, folks? All of these big mega corporations just sowed the seed for their own destruction. Not only will they never get back into the largest geographical country on the face of the earth, there are dozens of countries that will never have any of these corporations be able to do business in their country. And in the long run, the sphere of influence of the United States and the United States business community has been crippled beyond belief. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say beyond repair. And so if you're a shareholder in any of these businesses that decided to be oligarchs and shut Russia off and you have their stock, watch out because eventually it's going to be worth virtually nothing. These businesses have done nothing but destroy themselves. And they've helped destroy the American economy right along with them. So the biolabs are a big problem. And the fact that the news media lied about it and the government lied about it before they reversed their story and admitted it is very damaging. Another thing that the news media is not telling you about is we have a massive epidemic right now of bird flu. And it's only in 13 states as I make this program, but it's spreading fast. But what's really scary about this is that it's in diverse places. One case pops up in Maryland. The next case pops up in Iowa. The next case pops up in North Dakota. Now you can stretch your imagination and connect North Dakota and Iowa if you want to, but I don't think there's any way that you're going to connect Maryland with Iowa 
as far as this flu being spread naturally. And so this is just my opinion. I don't know this as fact. But my opinion is, is that we have bad actors out there that are unleashing this bird flu all over the country. Now, right now, Nebraska is as far west as this flu has gotten. But already 280 million, yes, 280 million ducks, turkeys, and chickens have had to be destroyed. And the epidemic is getting worse every day. So you better stock up on your chicken and turkey. Because the only way they combat this bird flu is by killing all the birds and burning the carcasses. And so all of these birds are now off the market. And since there are active cases in this country, they're really checking for it real hard, and they're going to find a lot more. And it's spreading not only to the big mega corporations that have these great big chicken farms and turkey farms, it's also spread to the backyard farmers because several of the cases have been little backyard flocks. And you add that to the wheat situation with Russia and Ukraine, who Russia is the largest exporter of wheat in the world, and Ukraine is the fifth largest exporter of grain in the world as far as wheat is concerned. And both of those are now off the table. So we're already facing worldwide shortages and hunger. You add this bird flu epidemic on top of that, we're starting to see the beginnings of the perfect storm for massive famine. Which leads me into the next story I want to inform you on. And that is that a lot of countries now are ceasing exports because they're scared of running out of the commodities for their own people. And so the list of countries is growing by the day that they've stopped all exporting of food out of their country. You have many countries on the planet, especially the ones in the Middle East, in the desert-type climates. They have to import much of their food. And several countries imported as much as 40% of their food from Ukraine alone. And the slack has to be taken up somewhere. And so the world market right now is going to go crazy with people just searching for food to buy. You add on top of that, that for several years now, China has been buying all the extra food that they could for the last several years. And I don't think China has any intentions of stopping that practice. And so you're going to have poor nations in Africa that really don't have any GDP at all are going to have to be competing with behemoths like China just for food. And the price they're going to have to pay is going to be enormous. And so right now, the third world countries are in massive, massive trouble. And that's something that the mainstream media is not telling you about at all. And I'm going to give you another opinion. I think that the third world countries are being targeted for their extermination. And one of the reasons for this is that the continent of Africa, in particular, rejected the COVID vaccines 
the death jabs more than any region on earth. And I think these globalists that want to depopulate the earth were doing their best to get the Africans to all get this jab, this death jab. Well, they didn't do it. And again, this is my opinion. But since their goal is depopulating the earth, why should it matter how they do that? Through contaminated vaccines that are really gene therapy, experimental drugs that had no reason being put on the market, let alone used? Or, let's say, a nuclear war that kills billions of people? How about plagues and pestilence? How about starvation? I really don't think they care how they accomplish their goal of depopulating the earth. You can say that I'm being very extreme, but just look around you. We live in very extreme times. And what's really sad about everything is none of this needed to happen. This COVID mess was all man-made, didn't need to happen. All these vaccines that are really poison didn't need to happen. All the masks and all the suicides that took place because people despaired because they lost their job or they couldn't take the masks anymore or they couldn't take the lockdowns didn't need to happen. All these biolabs that the United States has put all over the world should never have happened. Never, ever. And the truth of the matter with the Ukraine and Russia is that Russia asked for one simple thing. They wanted to have a guarantee of the safety of their country, that they would not be surrounded by nuclear weapons pointed at them. They wanted to have assurances that they would not be a target, that they wouldn't have nuclear weapons placed all, all around their border. They wanted to have written guarantees. The United States and NATO told them, no. Now, Russia was not unreasonable wanting their country to be secure and safe, because every country wants to be secure and safe. And if you're one of those that says, well, they shouldn't have invaded Ukraine, well, in a way, I agree with you. No country should invade any other country. But, and this goes back to the biolabs, if you have labs that are making pathogens to destroy your people in the neighboring country, what can you do? Do you let those labs exist and destroy your population? Or do you protect your people and go take these labs out? I'll let you answer that question. I know what I would do. I think there's definitely been wrong done on all sides. But to say Russia bad, everyone else good, is a lie. And to say that Russia good, everyone else is bad, is a lie as well. There's plenty of blame to go around. But the events did not need to happen, and the responses have been absolutely childish. And the responses have done nothing but hurt the countries that are applying the sanctions. Look at Germany right now. 
Germany gets almost all of their natural gas from where? Russia. So what's going to happen to the German economy? Now, what's going to happen to the euro and the EU if Germany falters and goes into a massive depression? They're all going to fall right in like dominoes. And when that happens, what's going to happen to our economy? Yes, I do see on the horizon, and I think this is going to happen sooner than later, that we're going to be faced with a depression worse than the Great Depression many times over. Worse economically, but even more scary to me is the fact that humans are no longer civil. There will not be a spirit like there was in the 1930s of togetherness and pulling together and helping your fellow man. Right now, it's going to be take what you can and don't care about anyone else. We have a spirit of antichrist and selfishness on this planet right now that will not help the situation at all. As a matter of fact, it'll exacerbate it to unbearable heights. That's what I see coming. And the last thing I'm going to talk about that the news media hasn't told you is that Glenn Beck with the Blaze TV and the Glenn Beck Show, who I'm going to disclose right now, I'm, I don't listen. I've never listened to Glenn Beck. I really don't know much about him. But I do know this. They placed a FOIA request, which is a Freedom of Information Act, to find out where the money was going that was being allotted from the COVID-19 allotments that the Biden administration was spending concerning the information on COVID-19. They were following the money. And they found out that Fox News, as well as Newsmax, joined with CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them, joined with them to suppress information that would have saved thousands of lives. And they took money to promote the vaccine, which I call the death jab. They took money to do that. And so all of these networks, including Newsmax and Fox, have blood money on their hands. So as far as I'm concerned, Fox and Newsmax both are on the Biden administration payroll. Because these companies accepted billions of dollars to betray you. And they did betray you. Now that's something the news media has been very quiet about. But let me be clear to you. You have to get your news and information from what I call the new truth media. They're the only people out there that the reason that they're broadcasting is to be a blessing. The reason they're broadcasting is to help. There's nobody in the new truth media getting rich. Nobody. Bob Behrman is a one-man operation. 
and I help him out, free of charge. Why do I do that? Because I believe in Truth to Ponder, that's why. And because I believe in Bob Bierman, and I love him as a brother. Bob Bierman is an excellent man, and he's someone who will never, ever steer you wrong. Not purposely. He's very thoughtful, and he's very intelligent. Now my show, I'm a one-man operation. And I just got through recording an episode of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information show. And after I got done with that, I immediately started recording this program. And if you saw how rinky-dink my operation was, you'd shake your head and laugh. Because people think that everyone on the radio is a talking head in a suit and a tie. I produce my shows directly to you from my livestock barn out on the ranch. There's no suits and ties here. As a matter of fact, I finish feeding the cows and then I walk in and do a show. And so you get me as I am. And you get Bob Beerman as he is. And everyone in the New Truth Media are just regular people just like you. And we're all trying to make a difference. So please, turn off mainstream media. I have several other things I want to talk to you about today. And the first thing I want to just touch on, make sure that you store your computers in a Faraday cage. As a matter of fact, I store mine in a Faraday cage every night. And most of the day, it stays in a Faraday cage as well. Because with everything heating up worldwide, with nation against nation, and we are in an economic war, I think the next thing that can happen is an attack on the Internet. And after that, if they escalate from there, possibly an EMP. And if an EMP event happens, we're going to lose all of our electronics that aren't protected in a Faraday cage. And a Faraday cage is simply a metal box that's insulated with non-conductive material. What you do is you wrap up your computer or electronics that you want to protect with aluminum foil or tin foil and put that inside the metal box that's insulated. Then you take that insulated metal box and put it inside another metal box. That'll keep all of your electronics safe. Is that a hassle? Yes, but I do think it's a necessity. And if you don't want to do that, maybe a good plan would be to get a second unit, maybe an older laptop or something, and put that in the Faraday cage along with your memory sticks that has your hard drive information off your computer that you use all the time and store those in a Faraday cage. That way, you can still use your computer, and if something should happen that your computer is destroyed, you'll have a backup. Now, in my Faraday cages, I have computers, I have shortwave radios, I have CB radios, everything to do with communication. And I'm still not done yet. I'm working hard every day to protect my components. 
because I feel that strong that the possibility of this happening is very, very real. The next thing I want to touch on is grow a garden. I don't care if you have to do it in five-gallon buckets out on a terrace. Grow a garden. Because not only is food going to be scarce, there's very reliable information that they're putting things in the food that we don't want to eat. And the manufacturers do not have to disclose anything that's non-nutritional. I'm not sure that I'm ready to believe that they're going to contaminate the world's food supply. But yet again, I truly do believe this is a mass extermination event. So why wouldn't they do that if I'm right about how I feel? And so for your own safety, grow your own food. And if you can't grow your own food, for whatever reason, you can do this. Before the internet goes down, before we lose electricity, download everything you can about what the Native American Indians ate in your area. And if you're a listener from England, find out what the people ate during the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages and before that. Because those plants are still there. And our ancestors thrived on plants that they went out and gathered. Become an expert forager. You do have time for that. It's not that hard. As a matter of fact, I have identified 30 edible plants that are in my barnyard alone. And I can make you a very, very good green leafy salad from my barnyard that's more nutritious than any salad you can buy in any restaurant or in any store. And it's all organic, and it's all right at my feet. I don't have to go anywhere to get my groceries. All I have to do is know what I'm looking at. So become an expert at looking over the landscape and knowing what plants are safe and knowing what plants are edible and non-edible. Make sure that you really know because you want to stay safe because some plants can be toxic. So it's up to you to do that research. But there's plenty of information. Download it from the internet, print it off, or buy a physical book. But make sure you get information from your own area. There's no reason to go hungry if you have this information. So you're going to have to think long term. Because as I stated during the first of this show, I think there's a distinct possibility that we're entering an age or an era. And by that, I mean a very prolonged period of time to where inflation will be out of control. Gas prices and everything, food prices, shortages. I think we're right there. I think that's where we're at. And if that means we have to change our method of operation, start getting that mindset now. Don't let these people win. Don't let Bill Gates win. Don't let Dr. Fauci win. Don't let these George Soros types in the New World Order, the Joe Bidens, don't let them win. The Barack Obamas, the Hillary Clintons, yes, they're all in on it. 
And I think that's very obvious that they're all in on it. Don't let them win. The way we don't let them win is we show these people who we really are and what we're made of. And better yet, we show them who we truly follow. And that's Almighty God. Never lose sight of that, folks. Don't let these people win. Because I know, I know in my heart, that we have what it takes to win. I'd like to thank Bob Bierman for allowing me this time at the microphone. I really appreciate it. And I always enjoy my time on Truth to Ponder. And so now I got to get up and go back to work on the ranch. And so until next time, be safe. Prepare. Look at things as they really are. But most of all, replace fear with faith. And once again, thank you, Jim, for filling in for me today here, here on Truth to Ponder. If you enjoy the work that Jim does, let me know. You can email me at my email address, which is bob at truth2ponder.com. That's bob at truth2ponder.com. If you send something in the mail, I will make sure that it also gets to Jim as well when you get the mailing address in, in just a moment. Tomorrow, I plan to get back to some of the stories behind the stories that they're just kind of hard to find. They're being buried by the noise. But you need to know, you need to be prepared for the time that is coming. You know, don't be like the in the Bible, they talk about the, the five wise virgins and the five that were foolish, five were ready, extra oil. The other ones, well, they just, they weren't prepared. And I want you to be prepared. We have a lot to discuss tomorrow, and, and I want to share some of the things that God has really laid upon me that I really, you really need to hear. I don't want you to be, in essence, caught flat-footed, as they say. So listen tomorrow to the program. If you know anybody in California that listens to shortwave or on the West Coast anywhere, even Hawaii, let them know that at 9 o'clock Pacific time in the evening, you now can hear the program on 9455 kilohertz. That's 9455 kilohertz. We'll have more to share about that and other things tomorrow uh, regarding shortwave. If you believe in our ministry, and it's growing, it really is, and I have so many things that I want to empower others like Jim to do, would you consider helping us with the airtime? The mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, Crestview. Crestview, Florida, zip code 32536. Crestview, Florida, zip code is 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.